everyone. Welcome back to Water, Water Everywhere. I'm your host, Lila Glansberg. I'm Carly Banghouse. She's the other host. I'm a marine <laughs> scientist and Carly is a freshwater scientist. And today we are getting into the January 2022 eruption of the uh, Polynesian volcano, Hunga Tonga Hunga Hapa'ai. Yes. Hapa'ai. Yeah. And um, I want to let everyone know that Lila has said that perfectly and so amazingly about 20 times in this episode. <laughs> and I'm like so proud of that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I practiced. Um, we also get into an, an island that is sometimes two islands and sometimes one island. We talk about why the Great Lakes aren't uh, meant to be trifled with. And Carly has to pee. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to do that in the middle. And also, did you guys know that there's an eighth continent? There's an eighth continent. We talk, we talk about, about a lot about of that. different things. <laughs> we talk about it. Anyway, Listen. this is a, a fun episode. I was sweating the whole time and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, enjoy the episode. Thank you. Thank you. today that was like why are all podcasts just two best friends why aren't there two with enemies we could and we felt attacked i feel attacked but like if that's what the people want if water weirdos want that kind of drama like we i can deliver um i don't want lila to be my enemy but we can bring someone else on i don't we can make Look, someone carly ha- carly and i have people that we don't like and we can bring them on if you want yeah as a treat yeah as a treat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's something I say a lot now. Wait, have we started? <laughs> no, I don't know. I you think could... we did. Yeah. Which I is great. Like we must have. Yeah. Um, Hi, everybody. I was also, I just feel like, um, one of the best things about this podcast is I get to talk to my best friend Carly twice a week now, but yeah. it was hard to talk before. It is like kind of nice having like a set time to talk to each other. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's like cool because not only do we get to talk about each other's lives and what's going on, but we also learn something new every week, which is oh so God. cool. Like Carly continuing education is so important. You're not even ready for this episode. You're not I, even ready. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to have time. It might be a two-parter. Have you looked at the, have you looked at the outline? I, wait, okay. Maybe on. it's, I don't know. I really went off. I thought the quick part, the I quick went part, off. I well, it's that was going to be the, fast is, is the longest part. You what know what like, I love oh, is yeah. that like you and I both have such different styles of we like, do, we do outline. <laughs> so like you, Mine I think are shorter, the but about, I talk longer. Yours are shorter because you already like know so much more. And like, mine <laughs> is like so much more in depth because like I, a lot of times I am just learning about <laughs> these topics. Um, yeah, so, you didn't get a degree in snowmaking. So. I d- believe it or not, no, I did not. <laughs> Unbelievable, which was crazy because it's such a good episode. Pretty yeah, I just I get distracted. I go on tangents. No, I love but. it. Uh, I oh, by the way, I I mean I don't know if you noticed or if you heard last week's episode, the snowmaking one. Um, <laughs> the noise transit, the the like sound bites I used were all from SSX Tricky. No way. Oh shit. I didn't listen yet. Oh fuck. No way. It's so much fun. Like doing that, like going through all the sound bites from that video. Oh, shut up. Like people's voice. Wait, it was like all this right now, all the sounds like the, like the, 
I took all the sound bites from the game. Because there were there were so many like things like people talk like the characters talking in that video game that I can still quote to this day. It was all of the sound effects. Um, Wow. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. That video game needs to come back. It needs to come back in the shitty graphics. (laughs) Ah. If the graphics are good, we don't want it. All right. There's a video game cafe very close to me. You talked about that last time. I, oh my God, did I? That's so funny. (laughs) Cause we talked about about video games for like 10 minutes. It's my favorite place. (laughs) We can't talk about video games again. No, I'll stop. All right. I just want, no, I actually mentioned this last time. Just cut this out. Never mind. I'm remembering now. I'm just excited. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so happy though, that you have a place where you can go. (laughs) (laughs) I never go by myself, but some people do. And I respect it. Anyway, we're done. I'm not talking about video games this episode. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You want to talk about video games? Um, go listen to our last episode. Episode. yeah because we really talked good. about video games a lot For kind of a while I did have several people text me and be like hey Lila I didn't know you liked Pokemon so much I actually got called out someone called me out because I I said jokingly I was like I'm not a nerd and someone was like so what all Pokemon players are nerds no someone was like Carly you are a nerd <laughs> You would probably really like Pokemon. I see you as an Animal Cross player. Any, we're not doing listen, this again. We're not listen, doing it. Yeah, we're not doing it again. Yes, I <laughs> listen. I am a nerd for lots of things. Like, Pokemon's a very specific type of nerd. And Carly, <laughs> guess what we're going to talk about today? Oh my god, tell me. We're talking about Hunga Tonga Hunga Haapai. Okay, what does that? Is, what is that? It is a a, a couple as a volcano. That's the name of the volcano. This is kind of. We're going to talk about it. I'll tell you about it here. Are you ready? Should we start? Let's get wet. Yeah. yeah let's get wet. Dive in. Let's get Let's get lava, lava. I don't know. Um, lava okay. noises. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carly today we're talking about, um, the Tongan submarine volcanic eruption that happened last month, two months, uh, last month, last month. Yeah. I don't know. Did you hear about it at all? I didn't hear about it. Um, it is insane actually that more people did not hear about it because, well, you'll find out. Um, this is, this is, I think one of the most insane natural disasters, like insanely large natural disasters that's happened in a long time. Really disaster, I guess, being a tricky word. Um, yeah, it's huge. It's a huge, it was a huge volcanic eruption on level with like Mount Vesuvius, Mount St. Helens, and no one's talking about it in this, in this hemisphere. Yeah. Yep. It happened last month. And I only heard about it because I was in Hawaii and Hawaii is pretty far from Tonga, but like longitudinally in the same zone. Where is Tonga? Tonga is, if you know where French Polynesia is or the Polynesian islands, it's not part of French Polynesia. It is its own country. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. It's about, um, where is it? It's like, hold on, wait, I'll put a map in here. If you go to New Zealand and go north and a little east. Okay. Okay. So it's pretty on isolated. The other side of the, the national dateline. Yeah. If you scroll down a couple pages, you can see. Um, but if you don't, it's French Polynesia and Polynesia in general is a part of the world that I think a lot of us North Hemisphere people do not think about. Sure. Um, so it far. is. If you, yeah. So like if it's on the other side of the equator from Hawaii and a little farther West. 
very about isolated e- about equidistant from the equator yeah teeny tiny little islands wow okay um tonga itself is a country that uh it's made of 169 islands wow and 36 of them are inhabited i did a little deep dive on tonga but it's um the population is like roughly 100,000 people so not very big and 70% of those people live on tonga tapu which is their main island it's, oh, excuse me. It is 1,100 miles from the New Zealand's North Island. So yeah, it's far. Okay, okay. Far. Yeah. Wow. Teeny little French Polynesian island. If you uh, know where like Fiji, Bora Bora, Tahiti, Vava'atu, Raiatea, all those little islands. It's close to those. Yay. Anyway, it's got a volcano. And actually this island I knew about beforehand. Um, Is the volcano on like the main island? No, it's on an uninhabited island. Okay. Um, and I'm actually, I'm not sure if, I'm pretty sure that this is owned, like this little piece, this volcano is owned by Tonga, but it's hard, like no one lives there. Um, and that is because the island that, <sighs> I'm getting ahead of myself already. Oh my God, the island that was this, that is this volcano only has existed since 2015. What? It is brand spanking, like brand spanking. Wait, new. the island has only existed since 2015? Yeah, and I'll talk about how that works and why that is. Well, that's, that's, I'm sure there's a million questions. Okay. But I'm that's so probably sorry. why maybe you haven't heard about Hunga Tonga Hunga Hapai yet. <laughs> yeah, that's why. And, um, why. yeah. <laughs> uh, God, what was I? Oh, um, someone at uh, the, the place where we both studied together had studied Tongan people, which is cool. Anyway, the place. total tangent there. We're talking about in Israel. <laughs> in Israel, where we met, <laughs> there was a professor there who had done social studies on um, Tongan traditions. It was actually very cool. She had lots to say. She was a cool lady. Wow. Our okay. good friend Chloe worked with her for research. Anyway, right. Anyway, uh, also, NASA was like observing this island and also um, maybe. Some other geological societies. I think that NASA, though, um, and also the company that I work for is one of the only groups of people to have ever set foot on this island. The which is cool. I'm getting which yeah. company? The one where I go on the boat. Okay. Because okay. we go on the boat, we have the boat. They're obviously not going there now, but we do travel around Polynesia, and they it's super easy. And to if go you to guys this. have not heard already, if you go back and listen to Captain Lila Returns, we talk all about that company and yeah. all the juicy gossip involved in the tall ships <laughs> and what it's like to be on the boat. Yeah, so I've been near here, um, but it's it's this island. It's fully uninhabited. It's not very big, and it started as two islands. It became one island. And now, Carly, as of last month, it is two islands again. Well, that's probably from sea level rise. It's not. Oh, but I love how you're like, make like thinking things through critically. I'm okay. So I just have to like, take a deep breath before I get into I know. I know you're like super excited about this. And like, that is what I love about you is like, yeah, she's like, (laughs) Lila is riled up right now oh, I'm sweating she's upset yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait to find out like what she's upset about I think so we got a little glimpse of this when I was talking about I think seeing lava for the first time when I was uh-huh. in Hawaii I think volcanoes are absolutely bonkers sure I think they're insane yeah. I think it's wild that we live on a planet that has things that do this 
and I can't put into words how actually I like I feel like maybe I should have been a volcanologist maybe you can still do that thank you I might but that won't work with the podcast no it's (laughs) (laughs) sorry no (laughs) all right we can start a new one wait okay I only have one question and then like I want you should move forward Um, yes how big is the tiny island with the volcano on it um very small how big how small I think so if you go all the way down spoiler alert for you those people listening you can't see this so that's fine we'll post um it. scroll all the way down to the bottom of my document gotcha see it okay I'm pretty sure Tonga Tonga it's probably like let's see that's 500 meters like a kilometer oh wow this it's is not how... very big i think it's like maybe 20 miles across okay yeah, this so is that showing is... how it used to be one one island and now that now it's two yes oh my and also before it was one island before 2015 it was also two islands oh my okay and it looked kind of similar but there was more land there and now it's got the smallest land okay let me get into this let's let's start yeah let's... yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've started about four times now but <laughs> So Hunga Tonga Hunga Ha'apai is actually two islands called Hunga Tonga and Hunga Ha'apai. So that's where it gets its name. Um, the islands are actually on the rim of the volcanic crater, if you will, the volcanic caldera, I think they're called. Um, it's in Polynesia. It's about 40 miles north of Tonga's capital, which is on the big island of Tonga Tapu, which is the one that I talked about where most people live. So just about 40 miles away. Just like a quick boat ride on a fast boat, you know, not very far. Certainly visible if you're at a higher elevation. Um, and it sits about 60 miles above uh, like a really active seismic zone. So it's part of a like a subduction zone. So it's on a fault line and it's a subduction fault line. If Which is? That. Which is when two plates are converging, two tectonic plates are converging and one goes underneath the other one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually, I talk a little bit about that later, but, um, if you've heard of the ring of fire, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All of the volcanoes Mm -hmm. that are all around the Pacific ocean, um, which includes not Hawaii because Hawaii is like right in the middle and it's a hot spot and that's something else, but it's got Tonga and Japan and up to Canada and I think Alaska and even like part of like the Pacific Northwest is part of the ring of fire. So that's all subduction zones. So subduction zones are really high areas of uh, like earthquakes and volcanoes, volcanic activity, which is where we find our friend Hunga Tonga, Hunga Ha'apai. It's a volcano that rises about a mile off the seafloor and most of it is below the water. Um, Wait, so Okay, so volcano from the sea, so it starts on the seafloor. And it yes. pokes its head out above. Yeah, not very tall. I think I saw somewhere it was like 2,000 meters elevation. Okay. I don't know what that is in feet. Do you want me to find out? Multiply yeah. by three, roughly. It's about 6,000 feet. Okay. So not like pretty tall for us, but like relatively not very right, tall. Right, right, right. Compared, compared to like to a the... mile. Yes. Yeah. Well, well isn't it? Um, oh, that's about a mile. Yeah, 1.1 miles. Yeah. Tall. Oh, maybe I'm and wrong. We can only see. Okay, no, so I was going to say, okay, so if we can only see how much of it. I don't know how much of it is sub-aerial, as they call. 
Okay. okay. But, um, sticks above the water. Um, not very much. Okay. Not very I don't know much. how tall it is. Um, it's, it's pretty small and pretty short compared to rest of the Polynesian islands, which are okay. volcanically active and jagged and up pointing. Sure. Um, but it's got a submarine caldera or like bowl, right? That's a little bowl that I think gets exploded when a volcano. Erupts. Right. There's and like, so, that's, many, yeah. so lots of calderas end up being lakes especially yeah. in the US. Yeah. Oh my God. What a lovely co- connection. And the very famous <laughs> one is in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Um, submarine caldera. And that's, it's about 500 feet below water. And that caldera is about two and a half miles wide. Okay. So you're huge. picturing this Island when it's huge. two, just, just the two little rims poke above the water. Um, but the Island Hunga Tonga Hunga Hapai was originally two islands, right. As I talked about, and then just one, it merged together as a single landmass in 2015 by a volcanic eruption that happened because of a volcanic eruption. And let me tell you that I had already spent hours and hours on this outline (laughs) and I I don't have enough time to go into, like, if we want to get to everything today, how exactly that works. Um, but I could tell you what happened in like a day. And from, from the, okay. So it, it was one giant, not, it was one Island. The volcano erupted. And then it was two. That's what just happened. This one I'm talking about in From 2015, 2015, it was two islands, a volcano erupted, a relatively small eruption. And then it made happened. it one. It became at one. It was merged by the volcanic cone that appeared. Holy shit. Yes. And it's two islands again, as of like a month ago, it merged two islands and then broke it apart. That's, that is the force that we are dealing with in this episode. Holy shit. We are building and you guys, islands. That in, doesn't in just minutes. happen. Yeah. That doesn't just <laughs> happen. Like, I hope people understand like, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm really glad that you're as like upset as I am. Right it's now. like, why, I'm yeah, why, didn't, up. why didn't I hear about this? That is no, insanity. Is, no one's been talking about it. Like no one knows that this uh, freaking, and people are, it's like, I think a, a lot of News articles have been calling it a submarine volcano. Sidebar, did you know that they found an eighth continent? No. It's off the coast of New Zealand as well. Um, But they just discovered an an eighth continent. The Chatham Rise? What's over there? The eighth sidebar, big sidebar. Yeah. You guys, again, why aren't we talking about this? Scientists confirmed the existence of an eighth continent called Zealandia under New New Zealand and the surrounding ocean in 2017, because 94% of New New Zealandia's 2 million square miles are underwater. Mapping the continent is challenging. Okay. So yeah, they, they literally found a whole separate continent. (laughs) And what does, so is it's just like, New Zealand's like continental shelf, effectively. Is that what we're talking about? It's considered a submerged continent. Wow. I don't even know what that means. Rather than a microcontinent or a continental fragment. Um, so that I mean, that's just crazy. They're saying we have eight continents now, but like no one knows that. No one talks but it's, about that. It's underwater. Is like is is society ever gonna accept that? <laughs> I hey people can't live on it. Does it matter? Is the question. Science says <laughs> <laughs> no, really I mean, though. Like it is crazy. That is wild. And there's still like confirmed that. <laughs> yeah. Even in my research for this episode, there were still so many things that they're like, we're not really sure. Um, well, we're this. never sure. And that's kind of like 
where people, another sidebar, people lose sight of with, in terms of science, why a lot of, there's a lot of non-believers because things change and evolve with science as we learn more and discover more. And so people find it that it's unreliable, but that's really not the case because science is developed from theories and theories are not facts. You guys, like we're always learning and understanding and discovering new things. So you got to calm down, calm down. (laughs) Yeah. Calm down and listen to our podcast. And that's the end of my sidebar. And Carly is stepping off her soapbox. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Just putting it aside. Cause we're going to need it later. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, thank you. No, that was great. <laughs> Never apologize, um, for anything ever. Uh, so yeah, so we're at, and now, so from 2015 to 2022 to last till January, just the past a month ago, it, this was one Island and now it is two. And, uh, I th- put a link in this outline that Carly can see. Um, and we will share mm-hmm. this link somehow Carly social yeah, media chat. on the website. A great. Um, and this is a fun little link where you can go and there's like a little slidey bar and it shows you like, Holy crap. Yeah. You guys have to look at this shit. Oh, are you looking at, I think this is the the 2014 to 2015 one. So this is the becoming of the one Island, but the timeline is there. So you can really see like how quickly it happened. And I think that's a really good resource. And also where they explain like how land actually became a thing there. Mm -hmm. Anyway, just do a quick Google and set aside a couple hours for this. Hunga, Tonga, Hunga, Ha'apai. Um, so it was one island, and then they were saying for this splitting up into two islands, it seems like this eruption was, and there's lots of different types of volcanic eruptions, and I don't know much about any of them, but something had weakened in the rock at some point on this island system, um, and the scientists are kind of like, we don't know really what happened because we don't have seismographs, seismometers on this island. We don't put them there. I don't know why. seems like a great spot for them. Um, but there's, it was, it seems like this eruption was like so explosive because there was a heck ton of water exposed to magma. Um, and water is at 20 degrees Celsius and magma is at about a thousand degrees Celsius. So the two meeting just water boils at a hundred degrees. So just, yeah, water's just going to like, it can't expand fast enough in reaction. Right. And so it's hella explosive and that's so cool. That is that's so like, fucking cool. That's just like, it's also just like a relatively simple process for like what we think of. Oh, it's like, just like it's heat cold, and water cold plus hot big pressure, just like on such a huge scale. Yeah. That we can't really even imagine. Yeah. And I was going to put those in Fahrenheit, but honestly, it doesn't make a difference. So it really doesn't. We're all going to be European today. We're just not American. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So let's get into this 2022 eruption. Um, which was 500 times more powerful than the and bomb. And I'm so sorry. On this was, you said this was last month. It was literally last month. Okay. It was when I was in Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. And I, I didn't even, I was in Hawaii. I didn't know much about it. Like people just weren't talking about it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. A couple of people were like, hope you're safe. And I was, cause Hawaii is pretty far from Tonga. You just um, said, say that sentence again. 500. Sorry. Yes. The 2022 eruption of Hunga Tonga Hunga Ha'apai was 500 times more powerful than the Hiroshima bomb. Holy shit. Which I don't know if that's regular or normal or average for volcanic eruptions. I would imagine a lot of volcanic eruptions are more, um, you know, powerful than the Hiroshima bomb, but the one that was happening in Hawaii has been going on for a while, but that's like a very gentle 
eruption. It's probably like a zero or a one on the volcanic eruption, eruption, eruptivity <laughs> index, which I'll talk about later. I learned so much this episode. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this eruption has been quoted as one of the loudest events on earth to occur in over a century. <laughs> the last one was in the 1800s and it was a different volcanic eruption. So this Where? is um, uh, pin, Pino, Mount Pino, starts with a P. Sure, sure, sure. People sure, are at sure, home. Sure, 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 Hold on. No, wait, I'm going to Google it. Volcano. Yeah. And also Oops. when you don't know something, you figure it out and that's okay. That's the oh, off, here. Yeah. Pinatubo in the Philippines. Pinatubo. Pinatubo in the Philippines. Anyway, okay. That was, no, that was, um, that was in the nineties. That's a different one. I'm sorry. It was, a, there was a different one in the, have you ever in social studies learned about the year without a summer? Yes. Cause the ash, the ash like covered all like, like blocked the sun. Yes. Okay. That was in the 1800s. This was, uh, near Bali, near Indonesia. Okay. And... Yeah. It's like one of the coldest years on record. Yes. Mount Tambora. Mount mm, Tambora. Okay. So that was maybe the, the loudest one before this one. I feel like there's a lot of good I didn't, Je- Jeopardy questions here. There's um a ton of them and there's so much fun trivia. Yeah. And I like I'm yeah, I'm <laughs> I had to edit so hard because I could go off on different volcanic eruptions and maybe we will later, but um yeah. yeah. So on December 21st, 2021, excuse me, that's wrong. I put 2022, it's 2021. Silly me. <laughs> We're not uh, posting the <laughs> Oh, uh, December X. Cause I will just, I'll rant for an hour without it. Um, <laughs> just cry. Uh, December 21st, 2021. Where were you? It was right before Christmas. Um, uh, an eruption began, uh, on this Island, um, that grew and climaxed four weeks later. This is like a what? four week long eruption, which isn't crazy. Um, but on January 15th, 2022, that is when the like big explosion happened. Um, a large plume of ash was visible from Tonga's capital city of Nuku'alofa, um, which is about 43 miles from the volcano, which I mentioned before. So we're looking at big ash plumes. Um, and this was like Nuku, Nuku'alofa is inhabited. Correct. Okay. Yes. That is their capital city. Okay. Um, so it's, it's civilized and, and things. Um, and then... I guess like there was like a bit of a lull in between December 21st and January 15th. Um, so December 21st, once again, that's when the eruption began. January 15th is when it got explosive. That's when the big thing, that's like when it hit newspapers and stuff. Sometimes an eruption begins and it's not that big a deal, you know, just like a little. No, I don't know. Like, burnt. so I, yeah, I guess I didn't realize that it could start that early and like not erupt or I guess, I, I don't know what you would say, like, I guess climax until later or. Like- yeah. So like, uh, an example is like, um, and I don't know specifically how this one erupts because once again, I didn't have time, but, um, the big Island of Hawaii is currently experienced an eruption currency currently experiencing an eruption and has been for about six months now. Um, and it's, but that doesn't equal constant lava flow. It doesn't, it does equal constant. Like it's like, they have like a lava lake and it just kind of fills up. And so it's <laughs> not explosive. There's no earthquakes, nothing, no lava is like flooding streets or like, it's not always like a dangerous, big explosive disastrous thing. Okay. Unless an eruption, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So 
it took about four weeks for it to build into this. And wow. I don't know what was happening the first day. There was like a right. I mean, no one was living yeah. there. How yeah. Yeah, they just How saw the ash know? plume. It sure. seems like and maybe, maybe there was some seismic activity. Hard to say. Wow. And they don't really know either why this happened. Um, and so the large eruption began on the 14th and a tsunami warning was issued. Um, and just ugh, man, tsunamis are a whole other big part of this, but um, as the tsunami warning was issued, it was just little one foot eight waves were observed in Nukualofa, 40 miles. So um, a tsunami warning was issued, but just one foot waves they were seeing, um, which you can see one foot waves and still have a tsunami come in, but just for perspective. Um, Tongan geologists that were near the volcano observed several explosions and a three mile wide ash column on this day. Um, the next day, January 15th at around 5 p.m. local time, a much larger eruption occurred with a 36 mile high ash column. That's really high. That's a big ash column. Um, and then ash made a landfall on the main island of Tongatapu, where Nukualofa is, and it blotted out the sun. Whoa, that's <sighs> wild. Um, yeah, <laughs> apocalypse now. Um, and then over 400 miles away, uh, residents of Fiji, Vanuatu, and other islands reported hearing the thump of the explosion 400 Holy miles away, Holy and sh shaking buildings and tremors were reported as well on those islands. 1,200 miles away in New Zealand, the explosion was heard two hours later. Two hours after it up. happened, they heard it in New Zealand. And then the craziest thing, 6,000 miles away in Anchorage, Alaska, at 3 a.m. local time, uh, a series of bangs was heard. No. What? Yeah. Loudest thing this century. What? They mm -mm. heard it in mm -hmm. Alaska. They heard it in Alaska in the opposite hemisphere. Alaska is not six, close to Polynesia. It's not even a little bit close. It's pretty far. <laughs> it's very far. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the booms were heard as far as Yukon, Canada, which is closer than Alaska, but that's just a short sure. that I read. So I wanted to put it in there. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Take a deep breath. Internalize that. That's wild. <sighs> That's, that is so much energy. That is so much energy being released I mean, into the atmosphere. What also blows my mind is plumes 36 miles high. Like you can't, yeah. we can't fathom that with the human eye really. Like you can't really like, um, yeah. Space outer space is, is 200 miles up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. That's how high do planes cruise? How high planes, how high planes fly? Planes fly at about 33,000 feet miles, <laughs> uh, like seven miles in the air is how high a plane flies. So this was way higher miles. than a freaking plane. Yeah. Y'all have never even been that high <laughs> unless you smoked a gravity box. I was, gonna say, <laughs> I was like, unless you drank bong water or something. <laughs> Ooh. That was a sick joke. Yo, that was cool. High five. Yeah. Bam. Uh, <laughs> there's the high five for people that care. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that was funny. That was really funny. <laughs> I don't know why that was. I don't know why that was like the easiest joke ever. It's funny because so like not, I want everyone to know like neither of us really smoke that much. <laughs> we meat. don't like we don't. <laughs> like we definitely haven't been that high. <laughs> uh, 
it was also, I just, I have an appreciation for stupid humor and that's, that was a good one. Thank you very much. Um, okay. So booms were heard really far away and the shock waves propagated around the globe. Um, and shock waves can manifest in several different ways. They can like affect pressure can happen in the ocean. You just feel it, you know, it's just like a tremor if you will, through the land. Um, so it's just, it's like a wave that can go through more mediums. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, so satellites actually captured shockwaves propagating visually across, and you can find video of this, which is wild, um, visually propagating across the Pacific, um, as well as they also pictured, uh, like a wide eruption column. So that, that ash cloud, they got satellite pictures of as well. It's bonkers. I recommend looking at it. We'll probably post it on our Instagram. Pressure waves affected New Zealand, Australia, Europe, the UK, and India. Wow. India is about 7,500 miles away from the eruption site. And they felt Okay, so the shockwaves are different from the sounds, obviously, that were heard in yes. and this was, Alaska. Yeah, this was a change in pressure. Okay. So, like, pressure would fluctuate in these areas. Wow. And that's, like, excuse me, a pressure wave. Um, and shockwaves were reported having gone around the earth as many as four times in Japan and Utah. What? And at least twice were reported at the Blue Hill Meteorog- Meteorological Observatory in Massachusetts. I don't really know what any of that means, but I think that means Japan felt the shockwave four times. I, yeah. I guess it, it went around the earth four times. Yeah. Like Japan and Utah both recorded that. That's nuts. Yeah. Yep. It is. It sure is Carly. (sighs) Okay. So this was a huge explosion and, um, I, it's like, it wasn't in the news really, I guess. I don't know. Maybe my mom texted me about it and a few other people, but for the most part, I don't think people are really understanding how absolutely massive a release of energy this was. Um, and also in case your mental vision of this is not apocalyptic enough, Intense lightning was reported during the eruption. Why? Um, so I How is that correlated. It probably makes clouds. Okay. Clouds probably come over there mm-hmm. when it erupts, right? Because it would get hotter. But that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Air. Yeah. If for then, lightning to occur, typically it'd be warmer. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know much about lightning. I just know it's charges in the clouds that get all angry. But just to. <laughs> give you an idea. So two weeks leading up to the eruption, several hundred to about a thousand flashes of lightning were recorded in those two weeks. That doesn't seem like that much. Um, in the 24 hour period of January 14th to January 15th, as the eruption was happening, uh, that was tens of thousands of flashes that day. And then, and then in one hour on January, on January 15th, (laughs) 200 thousand flashes occurred carly (laughs) wait (laughs) that's so much lightning that's like terrifying it's lava and explosions and lightning and there was probably a monster and definitely tornadoes and Uh, uh, definitely like 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 the loch ness monster was probably there and boats were sinking just because and i think honestly thulu came out At this point, Holy my shit. theory is someone upset Zeus. Definitely. <laughs> this is it was Zeus and Poseidon. No, Zeus and Poseidon yeah. were having a battle. <laughs> That's like, they were having like, a battle. <laughs> <laughs> they were just battling your brothers. 
200,000 flashes yeah, like in no, one no day. Freaking wonder people believed in gods. Yeah. Like yeah. no way. Of oh course. My. I'm yeah. That's it's almost annoying that we have a scientific explanation for this because it's way cooler to think that big giant things are just yeah. like that's yeah. Yes. Correct. Yep. <laughs> and with lightning comes thunder, just so everyone knows. Yeah. I'm sure we all know, but it's you know, wow. Wow. Thunder. You know? Yeah. Um, Okay. So that's the eruption. Heck, that's what happened. Big boom, big explosion. What's going to happen now? The uh, Southern hemisphere, they thought when it erupted that there might be like a large global cooling effect that would be temporary. Oh, Uh, but now they're thinking, yeah, go ahead. Point one thing out that I didn't even realize is that it was summer. It's summer down there. Yeah when this happened, that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. for lightning. I was just thinking how rare it is for yes. lightning to happen in the winter. This is yes. Southern, the hemisphere, Southern hemisphere. Guys. Celebrate Christmas it's summer. in the summer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. So sorry. Keep going. No, hey, don't worry clicked. about it. That's, um, that's an important thing to think about. Yeah. Yep. They're backwards. Everyone speaks in reverse <laughs> and walks on their hands. Um, so yes, the seasons are backwards or opposite. Uh, so there's a slight, they're, they're thinking the cooling effect isn't going to happen globally. Um, now that they have more data, but they're thinking a, a tiny one might happen in the Southern hemisphere, like less than a de- less single degree Fahrenheit, um, which is still like up to, up to 0.9 degrees Fahrenheit, which I think is, is significant That's, that is on, huge. The, on a large scale. Yeah. Um, but just localized and small, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to cause a slight cooling of winters and spectacular sunsets. Hey, we could use that over here. When you get a volcanic eruption, your sunset gets affected, which I think is really cool. So people in the Southern hemisphere can expect purple sunsets for a few months after the eruption. Wow. Purple. Wow. Yeah, that's cool, right? Doesn't that kind of like a nice, sweet, little, peaceful thing that came out of this? And I think that's because um, the way that sulfur dioxide reacts with the atmosphere. But I'm not sure that is an assumption because <laughs> that's the main <laughs> gas that was coming out of the volcano, they say, was sulfur dioxide. And so I'm thinking maybe it turns purple, although I feel like sulfur is normally yellow, but I don't know. And I'm not going to guess. Okay. So just, you know, just must be the way it reflects off the sun. Yes. Thank All you. Right. This, uh, oof, this eruption was described as a once in a thousand year event for the Hunga caldera. And it could rank as high as a five on the volcanic explosivity index, which is a new thing that I got to learn about the VEI. What, what are is you, a five? What, making a five. Great question. I'm so glad you asked. So the VEI measures a relative explosiveness of volcanoes, and it was developed by people in the USGS and someone at the university of Hawaii. So it's like a team effort there. Um, which I just thought was fun. Cause you know, we know some people in the USGS uh, <laughs> and it takes in a lot of factors, uh, including qualitative observations like gentle and mega colossal. So like, those are some words used in this index. Um, and it determines explosivity and the scale is open-ended, but the largest eruption, it starts at a zero. The largest eruption in history was an eight. And that was the Yellowstone caldera 600,000 years ago, pre-people. Yeah, huge. So that's like, you know, that, that's what we're looking at for our future if that ever erupts again, by the way. 
Um, <laughs> we're all gonzo. Doomed. Um, but just to, so this, the hunga tonga hunga pie was uh, five, roughly. They're thinking it's going to be a five. Um, Mount St. Helens in 1980 was a five as well. And Vesuvius was a five. Wow. Wow. And Vesu- I don't know if Vesuvius was a five. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. We weren't, you know, there's, we assume. Yeah. I'm, I think, yeah, I think we have data on it, but we I do. I'm like, we don't know how explosive that was. Cause there weren't people, but people were there. They just all died. That was a lot of lava. I don't know if this one was so much lava, I guess. I honestly, I don't know much about Vesuvius. I would like to know more. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, and also, I don't know if you've never looked at a before and after picture of the Mount St. Helens eruption in 1980. That's just bonkers. That's wild. And I didn't ask my parents enough questions about it. Why were they in Washington state? (laughs) Absolutely not. But they were alive for it, you know, and also like not that many people died during that one, but I've driven by Mount St. Helens and really my jaw dry. You just tell it's a volcano. Like it looks like a, like if a kid drew a volcano, that's what Mount St. Helens looks like. Anyway, everyone knows this. I just am a nerd. Um, so anyway, this, the final thing that, um, happened because of this submarine volcanic eruption, um, was a ton of people went surfing. (laughs) People were shredding, dude. (laughs) Um, specifically in like Bay area, like all the whole coast of like California, Mexico got hella swell. Um, pieces of Hawaii got it too. I was in this little bay that doesn't get a lot of swell when people were talking about it, but it was like really um, opaque water, like water visibility was super low. Wait, from and this, was, from the Honga Tonga eruption? Yeah, yes. Okay. It was churning up water. And uh, I think a lot of other places probably got surfing as well, but I heard mostly wow. about it in California, Mexico, Hawaii. Um, and also the coast of, God, it was like the coast of Americas, but also um, Japan, I think. I don't know if they're surfing in Japan. Anyway, I bet there is trying to, yeah. Have you ever been surfing in Japan? Email us. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, that's the eruption. It was big. Wow. 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 It makes the word big seem small. Yeah. Unfathomable. Large. Really? Yeah. We can't, we cannot picture the size of these numbers, but no. people heard it around the world. So that's, that's crazy. Nutty. That's nutty. Mm-hmm. dude anyway so why why how how and why why and how that's my next answer question thing that we're talking about um we're gonna talk about submarine volcanoes what are they how do they work um and they are mostly a function of subduction zones which i mentioned in the beginning but subduction jones zones uh subduction jones sounds like a detective this is a job for subduction jones <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm um, gonna be that for halloween yeah. I <laughs> and you, you can be a volcano i'll be a volcano you could be subduction jones <laughs> i'm like who are you and i'm like you don't know you don't listen to our you podcast loser. <laughs> loser idiot <laughs> um so if you didn't if you hadn't heard uh underneath our feet all the time the, i feel the earth move under, under my, my feet. feet you know that song yeah crumbling down yeah, yeah. amazing Carol yeah. so King. she's talking about tectonic plates everybody um probably <laughs> and hopefully tectonic plates are what we all sit on top of all the time and they're always moving around and they bump into each other and that's why we get earthquakes and all these other like and that's why we have and, mountains. And mountains and yeah jinx <laughs> get out of here you what are you a scientist <laughs> She is a scientist. Um, (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, so this is a convergent zone of tectonic plates. So convergent means there are two headed towards each other, right? They're coming at each other. And it's a, a subduction zone is when one goes underneath the other one. Cause there's a few different things that can happen at a convergent plate boundary. Um, this is one when a, one of the plates is more dense than the other one. And so that one dips under and goes into the mantle where it like it melts effectively. But so you have this tectonic plate that is constantly going under diving down beneath another one. And this one specifically involves two little plates called the Kermadec plate and the Tonga plate. These are micro plates, um, but they used to be part of the Australian plate and the Pacific plate respectively. If that means anything to you, maybe it doesn't, um, by the way, ocean plates are more dense. So they usually do the subducting. That's fun. Um, so, but also, uh, if you're curious, the channel islands in California were also formed at a subduction zone, but not volcanically, which is interesting. They were just kind of scraped up over time um, and over time. Yes. And also the Himalayas are at a subduction zone. That's thanks. Thanks. Subduction. That's when the Indian plate slammed into the Asian plate and one went under and they were like, you know, and the Himalayas are Himalayas. Mount Everest are where the tallest mountain in the world, except for if you include mountains in the ocean. Right. Which I don't know. Do we, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know. Um, (laughs) the highest point you can get above sea level with your feet down. Yeah, baby. Mount Everest, baby. Anyway, so that was a subduction zone. Um, and the, as I said before, the ring of fire, which you probably learned about in like seventh grade science class. It's cool. If you don't remember, um, it's like a ring of volcanoes all around the border of the Pacific. So not Hawaii. Um, I think, you know, what? actually I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Cause Hawaii is a hotspot. Yeah. So not Hawaii. I stand by that. I'm looking at a picture now. Um, yeah, so it's all, it goes kind of down the West coast of South America and then up just like around the Pacific basin. And it includes Japan and the Aleutian islands in Alaska and New Zealand and all these other spots and areas, Papua New Guinea, Papua New Guinea. Anyway, do you, did um, you, are you going to say how many volcanoes there are? Do you know? I don't know. No, I have no idea. And I think I'm Googling so much. I would love to know. Yeah. I think everyone wants to, I think it's a lot. I think what I'm enjoying about this episode is this is kind of outside of both of our fields, Yeah, but it's still so related. Yeah, it is. It's like, it's related to everything. Cause it's, yeah, it's just ancient, but also so fresh, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the freshest earth ever. It's the freshest land, (laughs) little baby land. Anyway. Um, 75% of Earth's volcanoes are located along the Ring of Fire, and that is 450 total in the Earth or in the Ring of Fire. Total in the Ring of Fire. Okay. 90% of Earth's earthquakes occur along this path. Wow. Thanks, Google. This is Nat Geo that I'm getting this information from. Okay. Sounds reputable. Yeah. Including the planet's most violent and dramatic seismic events. Violent. Okay. Violence, which we have seen. Yes. Violence. (laughs) Um, So. The Ring of Fire also uh, is home to many, many trenches, including the Mariana's Trench, Trench. the (laughs) deepest point in the whole ocean. The Mariana's Trench. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which is, yeah, so subduction zones create huge earthquakes, crazy trenches, 
a crap ton of volcanic activity. It's a one-stop shop, baby. You only got to go to one place. It's like Walmart um, or Target. <laughs> I like Target better. Um, and uh, the Marianas Trench is there. Yeah. Very cool. Very exciting. So many other trenches as well that we never talk about because we're only always just obsessed with the Marianas Trench. But I bet you've never heard of the Tonga Trench. I can guarantee in the future we will talk about many trenches. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> they're just, they're so relevant and hip to the kids. Um, <laughs> kids love trenches. <laughs> this podcast um, is, is for the children. It's for kids. This, <laughs> for the fucking kids out there. The fucking kids. <laughs> that are spitting the gravity bomb. <laughs> Wu-Tang is for the kids, the children. <laughs> did, they, did they say that? Yeah. The thing. Uh, that's great. And you yeah. know what? Teach your kids about gravity bongs. <laughs> the safety I'm of not them. a parent. Yeah. I hope <laughs> she's trying to be a teacher. I really hope no one listens to this episode. <laughs> that is maybe going to hire me in the future. Oh my. Oh my. Okay. So good. Mm. Um, so the Tonga trench is the second deepest trench in the world. And it's at the Kermadec Tonga subduction zone, which is where our volcanic eruption happened this time. So the second deepest trench in the world, still pretty deep. Wow. Yeah. The Tonga Trench at the Kermadec Tonga subduction zone, which is named for the two plates involved, the Kermadec plate and the Tonga plate, right? Um, which are little micro plates that used to be part of the Pacific and Australian ones, um, which I said already, but I'm repeating myself and that's fine. Uh-huh. This specific subduction zone is one of the fastest subduction zones in the entire world. Um, it moves at 24 centimeters per year or about 10 inches per year. Holy shit. I know. I'm sorry, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to. Oh, God. No, she likes it. She likes okay. it. I swear. Swear okay. more. Say a swear. Uh, I was going to say something mean, but I wouldn't have meant it because I love your mom so no, much. No, don't swear at her. Just say No, I, I wouldn't. Okay. Um, uh, I can't even think <laughs> right. of anything. Well, you're just thinking so much about subduction zones. It's okay. I get it. It's how I function as well. Anyway, so 10 inches a year, which is really fast. Normally tectonic plates move at like one centimeter per year, you know, which is um, also about apparently how fast your fingernails grow, but oh. I'm not sure about that one. One centimeter per year grow doesn't... faster than that. I think they grow more than that. Oh yeah. Mine grow like crazy. I know. Right. I feel like, like you got to cut them a lot anyway. So I don't <laughs> know about the fingernails fact, but I used to tell kids that, <laughs> but um, tectonic plates in general, generally move about one centimeter per year. Um, which is far. That's kind of wild to think about. Um, so like after 30 years, they would have moved a foot. Um, and just for perspective, pieces of a plate that used to be off the coast of California are now under Arizona. It's like, that's, they'd be moving. moving. Carol King knew (laughs) what she was about. She was actually a scientist. I love her. Do you, did you see the musical? What musical? It made a musical. My parents went to go see it. What? I, th- I think it's, I think it's just called Carol King. <laughs> oh my <laughs> or just God. King? No, I love I don't know. her. She oh, you did should, a lot you of the music for Gilmore Girls. Huh? Does she have like a, like a, like a good life story? I've been learning a lot about different I musicians mean, and a lot you, of things You should really, really look up all of the songs that she has actually written that she, she's really a songwriter first and foremost. And you wouldn't believe how many famous songs she wrote that you like, Oh. you think, oh, this artist wrote that because they sing it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Another During woman that going time period. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Interesting. Where's she from? Her. Do you know? Do you know where she's from? She's from New York. I'm oh, pretty shoot. sure. Yeah. 
That's my sister. She's got a wonderful accent. Oh, we love yeah. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, Carol King, do you think she knew about the Tonga Trench? <laughs> Let's bring her on. Bring her on. Carol, <laughs> Carol King, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast <laughs> and talk about your song. Thank you. Um, <laughs> anyway so this uh, subduction zone the last thing i have to say about it is because it uh it is the longest chain of submerged volcanoes on the planet so second deepest trench longest chain of submerged volcanoes wow wow um uh it is also one of the most geologically diverse areas in the world that piece of ocean the ocean not the not the land correct okay yeah okay um think there's not a lot of land they're all submerged volcanoes okay there's no i'm not thinking of yeah i don't think there is a ton of land right there well i mean there's the islands of tonga but anyway this is geologically diverse yeah place in the on the planet oh well yeah you know what i'm really just processing the word geologically for the first time (laughs) um it's not about the fish that are there and i thought it was (laughs) (laughs) until right now i'm realizing they're talking about the rocks Uh uh-huh Y'all, See, y'all this is why okay so lila is ocean girl <laughs> <laughs> i'm land girl <laughs> uh, <laughs> silly love it yes okay so uh <laughs> anyway it is a cool area but it's so funny so they're trying to establish it as a sanctuary which is maybe why i thought that it was um related to the life there the biotic elements um but okay. maybe it's not and also maybe diverse geology is equally as important and i just am not less in tune with that but, uh, or like maybe people can't like mine there or something. It would be the sanctuary. I don't know. I didn't look into it that much because I was already going for so long. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but, uh, uh, they did not establish that sanctuary yet because of failed negotiations over Maori rights. And if you don't know, Maori is the indigenous Polynesian people that exist on New Zealand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other indigenous peoples that have a name that sounds a lot like Maori that are in different parts of Polynesia. This one is specifically talking about people on New Zealand. And if you've ever heard of like the Hakka, mm-hmm. people get into the Hakka that is of, of that culture. Very cool. Very awesome. Very um, amazing. And if you listen to Lord, um, Oh yeah, she's, she's Kiwi. Yeah. Well, and her new album, she, so she had her new album and then she made a second one that is just in the native language. Of oh my Maori. God. That's dope. And it's actually really beautiful to listen wow. to if you're interested. Be, yeah. I'm not oh. even a fan of hers, but now oh, I am. Lord. Oh, I like Lori. I don't yeah. listen to her a lot, but like her music bobs, slaps. Yeah. It's a dope. Um, it's pretty dope. Yeah. There's also Whale Rider. The movie is really good. There's a lot of cool things about Maori culture. And they just, mm-hmm. I think, hired the first um, news anchor to have face tattoos in New Zealand. That's amazing. They're, they're traditional Maori face tattoos. Right. Yeah. Maori. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's super cool. Go her. Anyway, <sighs> here we go. Okay. We're so, going to stay on, on track. We're doing it. I wasn't sure that I would have time for this, but I think we do have time for this next bit. I think we do too. And this is the last bit. So that's buckle, good. Buckle, buckle up, up, folks. We're going to talk about tsunamis. Yay. Buckle up. Um, I think tsunamis is one of those things that people have like a really clear picture of in their head, but maybe actually don't know too much about. Um, kind of like sharks. Um, but yeah, a tsunami can happen from a volcanic eruption. Um, usually it happens from an earthquake, but it could happen from a couple other things. Um, but a tsunami is a big wave. It's a big wave. We all knew this. 
it is uh, a wave with a wavelength that is far longer than your average sea wave. So it's got a really long wavelength. If you're out in the open ocean, waves don't like touch the bottom. Um, like until the depths you mean, or like, like, yeah, the wave wave energy, they don't feel the bottom. If you will, the bottom does not feel the wave until the depth of the water is half that of the wavelength. Okay. So waves penetrate to one half of their wavelength, a depth of one. half. Gotcha. So if you were, um, in the ocean floating around like you do, um, and you were less than one half of the wavelength deep, you would feel the motion of that wave. And if you were deeper than that, you would not feel the motion of that wave. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Waves are really cool. Could also go on for a while, but so, uh, tsunamis have a super duper long wavelength, um, but not a super high height. So, um, if you're out in the ocean and a tsunami goes under you, you actually probably won't even feel it. It's like a foot. It's normally only like 12 inches of height. Yeah. If you're out in the open ocean. Open. Not okay. Okay. Very deep. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, once it starts touching the bottom, that's when the wave gets shorter Closer to the and shore. taller. Yeah. yeah okay. Shorter in wavelength and taller in height. Right. Um, but tsunamis don't always look like a huge breaking ocean monster wave. Right. Um, but tsunamis can affect entire ocean basins. Um, famously, there was one caused by um, an earthquake in 2004 in the Indian Ocean, and it affected like 14. I saw one number that said 14 and one number that said 17. I don't know which one it is like 14 countries in the Indian ocean along, like along the entirely different spots of the Indian ocean, like mm-hmm. across the ocean from each other. Um, so a tsunami can affect an entire ocean basin. Wow. That's a big wave. I have to burp. It didn't happen, but that's okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink some water. <laughs> a tsunami in my throat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So tsunamis are normally caused by earthquakes, like I said, but they are considerably more rare to be caused by a volcanic explosion. Um, they can also be caused by glacier kelvings. So pieces of glacier falling into the ocean. That's kind of wild to think about. That is wild. Um, underwater detonation. So they, you can man make a tsunami. Uh, if you explode a bomb underwater, um, meteorite impacts might cause a tsunami. Like in that one movie, you know, the one, mm-hmm. uh, and all of, all of them, pretty much all of them. If you don't watch <laughs> anyway, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> we start a joke there and I was like, nah, no, no. um, and they can happen in oceans, but also large lakes. And this is just a reminder, uh, the great lakes are terrifying and you should, they are not to be trifled with. You can have a great lake tsunami. That's it. They're basically small oceans. They're wild. Anyway, they look so, like the ocean. Yeah. They have tides. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Hudson tides, river is tide affected. Yeah. Cause it, t- it connects the ocean. No, that's okay. Yeah. I mean these, yeah, they don't really, they're pretty far from the ocean. They have their own tides, but yeah, also the Hudson river is tide affected. Yeah. Cool, but it for a different crazy. reason. Um, so, uh, tsunamis are not related to the tides. Um, which I think is like a, sometimes they're called tidal waves and that is a misnomer. Um, it is, there is a reason for that, but, um, it's, they're not related to the tide whatsoever. It's, it is, um, the tide is like caused by the moon and the sun and the spinning of the earth. Right. This is because like a a large impact usually. Um, so it's called a tidal wave because sometimes, um, a tsunami will resemble, 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 Oh, like a, a very quickly rising tide, right? So it'll usually manifest in like vast flooding, really quick flooding. Um, sometimes it'll be a big breaking wave. Sometimes 
not usually, and it won't be that tall always. Although we'll talk about that. Um, usually tsunamis come in like what's called a wave train. Uh, so like a series of waves. So not just one giant one, but like it'll, they'll kind of break apart and hit the shore that way. Um, and they can be pretty big. Um, or sometimes what you'll see first is actually a swift decrease of the tide. So like the ocean will draw back really far and that's when, you know, get off the beach, right? So it's called drawback. Um, and it happens because, uh, waves have crests and troughs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but ocean waves have a little bit of that, but they also kind of have this like back and forth action. Um, and so it just depends if the crest or the trough hits the beach first, if the trough okay. effectively the crest hits the beach is when it's coming up. Yeah. Trough is when it's going back. Yeah. It's like high tide versus low tide. If you want okay. to think about it that way, or like when a wave comes into the beach, right. It crashes and then pulls away. Anyway, we're back. Carly had to pee. Cause I was talking about water. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Um, so we're talking about tsunamis. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and waves. Ocean waves. You have just heard this because probably we cut it. So I'm so I'm sorry to get that I interrupted you. We no, that's okay. Crest, the crest and the trough. Yes. So if the crest hits the beast beach first, then you're going to see maybe a big towering wave or you're going to see um, like a, a, a quick, fast flooding right very okay. fast very very fast um which like scary fast like enough that you right because there were those it. videos of people like uh when i'm think i think you're talking about uh i'm imagining the 2004 tsunami that you were just talking about i'm pretty sure yeah though that was the those were the videos that i am relating to in my head yeah there was uh, another one i think when i was in high school that we looked at as well i just remember being in my earth science class and my earth science teacher who was like a funny, cool guy. So people liked him because he was funny and cool, but we were like watching footage of this tsunami and we were watching people get swept away. And he was like, Oh, that guy dead. And I was like, he's trying to make jokes, but it's not funny. It's really awful. Oh no. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, sorry, my ears itchy. We're just breaking down. Our hyper-focus is gone. It's gone. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> is that a truly, is that a white claw? Oh, what flavor? Watermelon. Is that one good? I haven't had that one. It's actually pretty good, but actually the best flavor I just found Mango. passion fruit. Have you had? I, I've had the truly passion fruits. I have not had the white claw passion fruits. Very good. Wow. I'm in. Sold. I love. Yes. Okay, great. Okay. I know what I'm doing after this. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play Pokemon and drink some passion fruit white claws. <laughs> All right. Tsunamis though. Uh... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I really need, these headphones are not comfortable, and I just I need to <clears throat> itch, itch, itch. You see my mullet, by the way. It's so cute. I, I love it. All right, we're back. If the crest hits the beach first, <laughs> you will get a wave or intense flooding, and you may have seen videos of that. And the intense flooding will happen one way or another. It's just like, when is it going to happen? Um, and if the trough hits the beach first, you're going to get that quick drawback, right? Okay. Um, and so this will happen where like the sea will draw back so far, like way farther than normal, like farther than could be caused by any tides or even extreme tides. Um, and what people will do is be like, whoa, there's so much of the beach exposed right now. That's crazy. Um, there's fish flopping around. There's 
lots of land that I couldn't see before. I'm going to go check it out, which hundred percent is what I would do. <laughs> y'all water, y'all ocean babies know. Um, but if you ever see that happening, you should, you should go, you should, you should head to higher ground as soon as possible because the average period of a tsunami wave is about 12 minutes. Wow. Um, you got, you got like, do you have like to get out of there? No time oh, to get yeah. to higher ground. And it'll, it'll draw back very quickly, right? That'll also happen in about 10 minutes. So you'll know, you know, wow. 10, maybe 30, right? Just you'll, you'll be like, you will notice it. It will be a big enough difference. If you're questioning it, then it's probably not happening. It's just a big tide. But if you see it recede very far, very fast, um, you're going to be like, oh, wow. I go up, find up. Or if you have the option, go out to sea um, because it won't affect you out there. So I, there, uh, <sighs> I was in Puerto Rico on the boat that I work on, one of the boats that I work on, and there was an earthquake swarm that was happening. Um, and we, so, which is, uh, I can't even get into it. It's just a bunch of little earthquakes. Um, it's the only time that I've ever felt an earthquake and I was on a boat and that should say something. Um, and so we were like, there wasn't a tsunami watch or a tsunami warning. Um, but we were talking about the possibility of there being one and our escape plan was to get off the dock and go out to sea. Um, and we figured once we got 40 miles out, once you're in a certain depth of water, you are safe from that tsunami. Like you actually will not feel it. Wow. Okay. So if I was on the boat, the goal or close to the boat, the goal was to get on the boat and get out. If I was not on the boat, it was to go up, find higher ground. Um, and so, especially if you're in an area, like all these subduction zones have volcanic islands, usually, um, volcanic islands are pretty tall, pretty spiky, quick elevation gain quickly, um, big elevation gain quickly. So just get, get up, get to high ground. That would be keep yourself safe. If you, if you see the sea recede <laughs> wherever you are, I obviously went to school on Long Island in New York. So I was like, oh man, I got to know this, but no tsunamis are really going to hit Long Island. <laughs> like that's not where we're thinking about this. So, but good things to know. And people will like go out and search, like you can, they'll like, they'll be out there and they probably don't fare so well. So yeah, kind of a cool thing to think about just wild ocean. Ooh. Um, yeah. So we will, they're like, if you're in an area, you'll usually where a tsunami could occur. There, there'll be like a warning or a watch or something. Like we're not really in the day and age where we don't get warnings, but they could still occur unexpectedly if a earthquake happens, you know? So um, just uh, just be aware, like always. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, cool. Great. We talked about tsunamis. We talked about what they are, what causes them, um, how to stay safe if you feel like one is about to happen. Uh so Carly, I bet your next question is, I realize, I'm sorry, I'm speaking so far from my microphone. I'll try to be better. Um, uh, it was all probably really quiet. Okay. Well, anyway, it sounds good to me, but yeah, okay. we, we never know until we stop recording and it's true. And I edit it. <laughs> I'll be here now. Um, so <laughs> you're probably wondering, Hey, Lila, what was the largest tsunami ever? That's a great question. It was in 1958, which okay. is my mom was born. Wow. The earth was like, oh, oh, Linda coming big wave. She, yeah, biggest she's, wave. she's, she's a, she's a like earth shattering kind of woman. So like, I, I get that she was born after the tsunami. Oh, come on. So I like, I'm not <laughs> sure if she was the tsunami bringer, but I think she was like the tsunami was announcing her presence for sure. The tsunami was the Linda bringer. <laughs> where, where did the tsunami happen? <laughs> 
Hi, mom. Um, okay. The tsunami was in Alaska, um, a huge zone for volcanism and earthquakes, part of the uh, Ring of Fire, part of it, the southern part of Alaska is. The tsunami was 1,720 feet high. High. Oy. That's so tall. The Say Empire State again? Building is, it was 1,720 feet high. Tall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That is um, about the same height as the, the Freedom Tower, the One World Trade Center new building in New York. Same height, roughly. A couple feet, less than 100 feet difference. Mm. Um, the Empire State Building is just under 1,500 feet. Wow. So it's taller than the Empire State Building by several hundred feet. That's wild. And it was caused by an earthquake um, in July of 1958. And it, the earthquake sent about 30 cubic, sorry, 30, I think it's 30 million cubic meters. I didn't put that in there, but it's 30 million cubic meters of rock to fall, which is a lot. That's a lot of rock, just a shit ton of rock to fall in the ocean. <sighs> like an insane amount of rock. What? Fall. Wait. <laughs> yeah. That's how that was a big earthquake. Oh, my. not even that big though. Like not a huge earthquake. It's like sometimes big earthquakes do not cause tsunamis, but small ones do. And that's, it just like depends on the conditions. Right. Um, so just a crap ton of rock fell into the Osh, um, like in the Lutuya glacier area and the water displacement from 30 million cubic meters of water, right. Got displaced and caused a towering tsunami, um, about 13 miles away from the earthquakes epicenter. Um, yeah. So if you look at, it was in Latuya Bay in Alaska. Um, the bay itself is kind of perfectly shaped for a tsunami to like rage on in there. So that was part of it, right? Like really good conditions for a tsunami. Um, and it's, uh, it's, even though it was the, the tallest one recorded, it, um, like was not the most destructive. So five people died, which is horrible and sad. And any loss of human life is, is, is sad and scary. However, um, compared to the most destructive tsunami, which was caused by an earthquake of a nine on the Richter scale, which is about as high as they get. Um, in India and also all around the Indian Ocean, that one had about 230,000 lives lost or people missing. Oh my God. Yeah, that was an insane amount of destruction caused by an earthquake about, um, or the tsunami itself, the height was about a tenth of the size of this one. So a much, much smaller wave, but um, still still terribly destructive and part of that is just because of all the infrastructure that's around there there's not a lot probably just like there was just more people around yeah exactly way more infrastructure there than in alaska alaska like millions of trees got ripped up which still sucks it still sucks still sad because we need Um, those trees y'all yeah and you can go to this bay and actually still see the effects of this um tsunami which is wild but uh i have a little quote here just because i think it was interesting so a series of waves, uh, just like how differently they affect each boat that was in the area, I guess. So one boat sunk and there were people on it. And so um, those people passed away. Uh, the a second boat was in the middle of the bay and their vessel smoothly carried them 80 feet high over the wave's crest. They wow. surfed, they surfed that tsunami and their vessel stayed upright. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> what a time, ta- what a thing to say that you I lived through. Sh- it my pants yeah we oh yeah 80 feet high talk about knowing like thinking just having a moment where you really feel like you're gonna die yeah yeah somehow oh, they landed that, that and lived it. holy crap 
Um, it pushed a third boat through the opening into the Gulf of Alaska because the tsunami powered through the bay at a hundred miles an hour. <sighs> yep. So that's cool. That's the force of tsunamis. That's all I have to say about tsunamis. That um, <laughs> I could have said a lot more. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, wow. So just as as a recap, we today covered Hunga Tonga Hunga Haapai. Um, we have, I'm pretty sure no tsunamis were observed from that eruption, which is crazy. Yes. There was a tsunami warning and a tsunami watch happening in several areas, but so far no tsunamis have happened. It's been about a month. It seems like maybe no tsunamis are going to happen. Knock on wood. Um, but lots of swell in other areas, like tsunami-esque waves were hitting other places. I think it just didn't build enough to be crazy damaging, but also maybe I just didn't hear about it in my many Googles. Wow. You know what? I'm just going to search it really fast. I'm sorry. I take that back. There was definitely a tsunami um, that was triggered by this eruption and it hit several areas. Um, there was a seven foot wave roughly in Tonga. So right by the eruption, um, as well as a vast variety of other destruction. Um, and actually Tonga was like out of, like no one could contact them for several days. They lost power, phone lines, all these things. Um, which I knew before Googling it just now, but, uh, yeah. Yep. So Tonga got a seven foot wave. Um, and in other islands, there was an eight foot wave, a two foot wave, a three foot wave. Ah, so waves of two feet and seven inches were recorded in Hanalei, Hawaii, which is right about where I was actually. So, and I guess that just, that's not like significant or is it like, yeah. So I actually, I was at, um, a surf spot that day and it was, uh, cause my boyfriend really loves surfing. Um, and I love my boyfriend. So we were at like the little kitty break on the beach, like small waves. You could, uh, if you're like a pro, like born and died to surf, you could take a, like a boat or a jet ski or something. They would tow you out to this farther outbreak. Um, and that one was huge. I remember seeing it and was like, and people were like, it's bigger than normal because of the tsunami that's happening. So, holy, and it wasn't destructive because that, uh, that, you know, there's like a reef there or like another break or land or something, seagrass bed kind of taking in all that wave action. Sure. Yeah. Yup. Wow. Okay. But so there was tsunami effects, but non-fatal. Pretty mm-hmm. much. I don't want to say non-fatal people did die. Just not from this, from this one. Yes. I think. Uh, Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Deaths. I think just not that many. Five, five people died. 18 were injured. Wow. Some others were reported missing and about 90 million us dollars in damages. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot. Yep. And it seems like Japan also got some three foot tsunami. <laughs> I just want to like touch back on the fact that it was one island and then it was two. Yeah. And now no, it is. You got it backwards. It, it was, was two, two islands. Two. Formed, and then it joined. formed one. And now it is. In like a day. And, and like, what? Yeah. Yep. Oh my. Oh, there was a a seven foot wave in Peru. One of the loudest events in like human history. 
Yeah. In the century they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And the other loud things are also volcanic eruptions. So those are, those are the loud ones. Wow. Yep. Um, water weirdos. Can you like DM us and like, let us know whether or not you actually heard about this. I'm so curious. Anyone yeah. Please. Has heard about this. Wow. Oh, the Santa Cruz Harbor parking lot was flooded. Okay. So maybe people on the California coast knew about it. Okay. Um, but I still don't know that people really understood how big it was. All right. Um, seal beach hit it. So Peru, two people died at a, a wave that was seven feet tall. Wow. Be careful out there folks. Wow. Um, there was an unusually high tide along the coast of British Columbia and Vancouver Island, Vancouver Island, Vancouver Island, which is not where the city of Vancouver is by the way. Um, all right. Okay. So yes, there were tsunamis. Um, the biggest ones it looks like hit Peru and, uh, and Tonga, obviously. Um, and maybe Fiji and Vanuatu as well. So just Polynesia. Um, Okay. All right, folks. That's all I got. Carly, I gave you some, some pictures there for your pics and I will be posting all the sources and pictures, um, and more on Instagram and our website, please look, (laughs) um, and I want to give a quick shout out to um, some people who have reached out to me and Lila that have said that they've been listening and they love it. And like, I just want everyone to know like how much that means to the both of us and like in general in life, like always reach out to your friends, always, you know, support them and say, Hey, you're doing this. And I'm so proud of you because like, I like, I'm kind of shocked at how many people have reached out to me and yeah. So I just, I couldn't be more grateful. And I love every single person who is listening, whether or not I know you, like I love you and you can come over anytime you want. (laughs) Anytime you want, you can come over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone who has live texted me, they're listening of this podcast. Thank you. I love that. And they're Wonderful. like, oh, sorry, is this obnoxious? And I'm like, no, do it more. Yeah. It's... We know how we sound, but we don't, you know, we don't know what other people think. So incredible. Um... And I want to give another shout out to my best friend from childhood, Sydney. I love you. She's been live commenting every oh, single love episode. At her neck of the woods. We yeah, love that's you. my girl. <laughs> I love you so much. Like that's. Uh... That's I think a, she said I was her woman crush Wednesday and that she was did the biggest compliment. She so Sydney, did. I love you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're my woman crush Wednesday. Thank you for supporting. It means a lot. All of that moral support keeps us going. It really Literally. does. And yeah, this is like so much fun and so amazing. So it's a blast. It's a blast. Blast and a half. Thank you. I love that. That was so nice. <laughs> And, you know, I'm, I'm glad if you stuck around for this long, cause we went off on so many tangents, but like, I hope long you, one. you learned something and like had fun also. And at least you can tell your friends about the two islands that were one and then were two again. It's crazy. Yeah. You learned something. Bonks. <laughs> Anyways. So this has been water, water everywhere. <laughs> um, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at water.water everywhere. Go ahead. If you don't and mind follow us on Spotify, rate us, review us on 
Apple Podcasts, please and thank you. And five star review would be very helpful. Thank you. That'd be so nice. But you know, if if you need to be honest, you can be honest, but like just like be friendly. But be honest and be nice. <laughs> you could do both. Yeah. Do with us. Exactly. So, you know, we will we'll be back next week and we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.